0: Truth and Transcendence. Brought to you by Yes, You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. Truth and Transcendence. Episode 12. Celebration. Play. And going again. After we've accomplished something extraordinary. After we have gone to the next level in terms of our personal and prof- professional growth and development, when we've arrived, what do we do then? Well, a lot of us will just turn around and carry on with the next thing. Or we'll say, great, I can catch up on all the things that are now late. But I'm here to say that celebrating our success is absolutely vital if we want to maximise our potential, if we want to leverage the opportunities that come to us in our lives, and play as well, is equally vital. So why do I say this? Other than the fact that this is a uh, a new age thing to say, it's a PC thing to say perhaps, but actually I mean it because. When we are working hard and when we are applying ourselves and being intentional, we are utilising all sorts of facets of our of ourselves. We're using our resources, our energy, our intelligence, our creativity, our resourcefulness, our resilience, our toughness, our imagination, our strategic thinking. We're using all of these aspects or whichever aspects you're using in your endeavours. Those aspects, after they've been used intensely for a period of time, need a break. They need to rest and refuel. And so do we. We need to forget about trying to get something done. We need to actually really relax and play. Because what that does is a number of things. One is we literally physically refresh ourselves and emotionally refresh ourselves. Another is we, we we integrate everything we've just done on deeper and deeper levels within us. And the more we integrate what we've just accomplished, the more we learn from it, even on the unconscious and subconscious levels. And what that means is that we integrate the benefits of that in such a way that next time we come to Tackle something, leverage an opportunity or meet a challenge with that much more effective. If we don't pause and celebrate or play, we run the risk of, you've probably heard people say, 30 years experience is great unless it's the same year, time after time, 30 times. We want our 30th year of experience in whatever we're doing to be different and way evolved from our first year of experience in whatever we're doing. And one of the ways that we do that is by celebrating and playing after we accomplish something. So the first thing we need to do in, in order to have that take place is literally recognize when the mission or the key phase is complete. Now, you may be involved in a, on a 100-year mission. Um, we we did some um, joint venture work with some people from China years back, and they had 100-year goals, which we thought was bizarre to begin with. But then as we really started to consider it, we realized this was qu- exciting, really inspiring, because there was, there was the concept of what we're doing today is having an effect across the next 100 years, actually for longer, <laughs> probably in reality. But... It, it actually made everything seem that much more meaningful and more grounded. So if you've got a 100-year mission or a 10-year mission or a five-year mission or even a one-year mission, key phases within that have their own points of completion. And so pausing at the end of a key phase can be just as important as pausing at the end of a mission. So you'll probably know when, when a when a phase or a mission is complete because you'll have objectives that you started off with. But sometimes we get to a point of completion before the original objectives were accomplished. Sometimes we discover we've set off in a direction and sometimes we discover we reach a point where we say, actually, we we've done what we need to do. We've accomplished what we needed to accomplish. It may not be specifically and precisely what we said it was going to be when we began, but we know that actually it's enough. Other times we may achieve the original targeted objective and realize we're actually not complete. There's something else that must be done for things to feel complete, for it to land and for us to feel satisfied with that accomplishment. So there are objective and subjective measures. That we need to bring into play when we're recognizing when our key mission or key phase is complete. Then we have the opportunity to do something really quite magical, which is to fully receive the satisfaction, the fulfillment and the self recognition that comes with a point of completion. This can sound self indulgent. And if you're not used to doing it, if you're not accustomed to doing this, it may seem really very awkward. But actually, it's really important because if we don't do this, then our natural need for recognition, which we all have, I don't care how old you are, we all have a need for recognition. It's part of being a tribal species, which we are. If we don't recognize ourselves and if we don't receive that, that sense of fulfillment in ourselves, and if we don't receive and integrate and enjoy that sense of satisfaction at completion, something in us will be unfulfilled and something in us will be trying to get recognition somewhere else, possibly somewhere that's nothing to do with our project. So from. Our partner or from our friends or uh, from some other source, and it'll be, that'll be happening on the unconscious level, which means there's a danger that it'll become quite inappropriate and 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 really difficult and cause a problem on top of that f- that feeling of satisfaction and fulfillment and the self recognition feels absolutely wonderful when we allow ourselves to do it. It took me a while to learn how to do this that the, the, the my first memory of um of doing this consciously was years ago this was decades ago i was I was running group uh, training courses at the time, and I remember one time that when I started running these training courses, I wasn't very good, but I you know I worked, I practiced, and I remember one time at the end, I said, "Great, now, that's it, we're complete." And people started standing up one by one and and thanking me. And, and telling me what they got out of it, and, and actually giving me compliments as well. And I found this absolutely a- appalling. I just couldn't bear it. I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't like it. I didn't want it. And I shut it down. I just said, thank you quite curt- curtly and, and shut it down. And um, uh, it, it, it didn't feel right, but I didn't know any other way to deal with it. And everybody left. And one of my colleagues who'd been sitting at the back watching came up to me afterwards and said, you can't do that, Catherine. You have to receive the recognition that they're offering you. You have to do it for them and for you. Because if you don't do it, you're blocking something that doesn't want to be blocked. You must receive it from them because that's that's them expressing their self-recognition, albeit, albeit they're directing it at me. That's That's what they're able to do at that time. But what they're actually doing is celebrating their own accomplishment in that training course. And if I don't receive that communication, I am robbing them of that expression, and that's just not okay. That's not allowed. And I was quite. My friend was quite stern with me, and I I was quite taken aback and quite shocked. And and it, it, it rang true. I knew what they were saying was true. I felt ashamed. And after that, I started working at it and it was really, really difficult because I was a rugged individualist as I was talking about in, in last week. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd done well by being extremely independent and, you know, thank goodness I have that. I still have that and, uh, and so do you, I'm sure. And that's incredibly valuable. But sometimes we need to... Suck it up and receive the recognition, and I'm saying we start by receiving it from ourselves. And that lesson I took decades ago has stayed with me ever since, and it's made a, a significant difference to my work. It's it's made me more self assured, in fact, and less needy in terms of other people's recognition because I'm more able to receive the recognition, and therefore I'm in a more nourished state, a more balanced state. So this is very important on a number of levels. Once having done that, celebration and play. However you would like to celebrate and play. Now, this is an interesting one because there are many activities a lot of us get involved in un- under the banner of celebration and play. Whether or not we really actually enjoy them and whether or not they really are um, Appropriate and and congruent with the thing that we're celebrating. I was talking to a client the other day and and talking about the fact that her partner, after she achieved something really quite extraordinary, had decided to um, celebrate her and help her celebrate by taking her out for a curry and a gin and tonic, and um, you know she she was really touched. She loves the fact that that he adores her, but she knew this wasn't really what she needed. And the next morning she didn't feel great. And, and I said, you know, was that really what you needed? And he, she said, no, actually, what I wanted to celebrate by sitting at home, having some celery soup and a glass of wine and a cuddle with my partner. That's what I wanted. And that would have been the celebration that I wanted. And I said, well, you can have to tell him that's what you want. But don't tell him while you're out having curry tell him at another time. And so I believe she's gone off to do that, you know, because we we need to be celebrating in the way that really makes us happy and in the way that, that really fits with what it is that we're celebrating. I'll sometimes celebrate by walking across the Welsh hills in the wind or even in the rain. Now, to someone watching, they might think that's not much of a celebration, Catherine. But to me, it is because I'm right there in the teeth of the weather with the hills and the valleys and the sky and the clouds. And it's magnificent to me. And I feel a wonderful sense of belonging and a wonderful sense of of peace and celebration. And and connection you know with with the universe so for me that is one of the ways i like to celebrate another way i like to celebrate is to dance now to some people dancing is not a celebration it's torture unless they're drunk by the way here's a clue anything that requires you to be intoxicated in any way in order to enjoy it is probably not the celebration that you're looking for and please don't hear a judgment in that if you enjoy Getting completely drunk and doing whatever, dancing, whatever you do, bless you, do it, love it, have fun. But I'm just saying, maybe ask the question if I need to be drunk or high or whatever in order to enjoy this supposed celebration, is it really a celebration for me? And just asking that question and play, you know, letting the inner child come out and and play and showing off. I think a certain amount of showing off is permissible and permitted. And this is one of the reasons why powerful, influential people often have very, very patient partners. Who who are absolutely down with the fact that their partner sometimes is going to be strutting about showing off about something they've accomplished. And they give them the space to do that because sometimes that's exactly correct and what they should be allowed to do. Sometimes the things that we accomplish are are done in such a way that we don't get credit for it, particularly for leaders, and particularly for uh, entrepreneurs. Once they reach a certain level, they are working through other people, and so things extraordinary things get accomplished. But the actual person behind it is invisible. So. That person may not receive any acknowledgement from anybody else. So, yeah, that person gets to show off and that person gets to, to self-recognize and self-congratulate for something extraordinary they've accomplished. Particularly if that something has also contributed to many other people, which very often is the case. And, of course, once we've done that, we're in the position to then share that wonderful, warm feeling with other people and celebrate with other people. Sometimes it's a wonderful thing to do. Go out for dinner with, you know, eight people go for dinner with somebody who has just accomplished something extraordinary. And they all kind of uh, get some of that glow from that person by being around them. Now, they can only do that if, if they're not doing what I call a crab pot syndrome, where they can't bear for somebody else to excel more than they have. They have to genuinely take pleasure in what that person has accomplished. So that's the fun part. And that then makes space for the next part, which is a bit more like work. And that's when we go back into what we've accomplished and we unpack it in detail in order to really fully understand what we did that worked and how we did it and how and why it worked. And when I say we... Sometimes when you're doing this, you're actually unpacking this with other people, with your team, with your board, uh, with your specialist department, whatever it is, whoever should be involved, you draw in to unpack exactly how these extraordinary results were achieved. And you do that in order to draw from that guidelines, principles, information, material, concepts, notions that can be carried forwards into future projects. And I, and you know, most of my clients over the years have found this to be uh, something they don't always do. They always do the deep analysis after something has failed, but they very often don't do it after something has succeeded. I think that's a waste. So that can be quite hard work and, you know, quite intense. Intense. So then is the time for a bit more celebrating and then moving into some another round of self-rewarding. And this is where we go on holiday, we give ourselves luxuries, we indulge ourselves. So the first round of celebration is just literally, right, we've accomplished something, we celebrate. We play, we show off. We share that with our loved ones. Then we move into deeply unpacking, analysing, grounding and integrating what we've learnt from what we did that worked. We celebrate again and then we move into intensive self-rewarding. Now, the, 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 intense, the intensity of this will depend upon the scope of the mission or key phase that you're completing and celebrating and rewarding yourself for. So uh let's say you have turned a business round you you've bought a business you've turned it round and you've sold it and that took you 5 years to do because it was a, a tough one it took 5 years to do you might go on a world cruise for 3 months you might really take a some time out y- you might go and do a course in tibet or something you you, you might do something that takes quite a while and that really grounds you and that really helps you recover and rest and refresh yourself from that big project if the key phase was uh, a month a month long in a project that luxury and indulgence might be a weekend at the spa or a weekend at the golf club or a weekend at the gun range if that's what you're into and then you come back you return you reintegrate Get your feet back on the ground, get the washing done, check the gardens okay, you refresh the practicalities and the setups of, of your life, and you prepare for the next mission or the next key phase. So all of this can apply after a a short phase or a long phase or a very long phase or mission, and it's a really lovely kind of um, process staged process that enables you to integrate learning all the way through your body as well as mentally, emotionally, psychologically, intellectually, practically. It enables it to land. It enables you to really enjoy the fact that you've accomplished something. And it brings you to a place where you can go into the next thing refreshed, invigorated, happy Knowing yourself a bit better, grounded, adjusted, and ready. So have fun with that, and uh, you know it's um, it really is a good thing to do. I I highly recommend it. If you don't do any of this and just roll from one project to the next, that is when burnout happens. Even if the burnout is invisible, even if it's just kind of a, a creeping exhaustion which is really, you know, it's epidemic at the moment around the world. So that that, that it's just one of those things. And unfortunately, many of us have come to accept it as a fact of life, that creeping exhaustion is part of being alive or, or part of getting older. It's not. It really is not. It's part of keeping going without ever pausing, celebrating, playing, and then being ready to go again. So I'm going to wrap up again uh, this week by reminding you that next week, for the first time, I'm going to start doing these episodes in a slightly different format. I'm going to be responding to specific requests that have been sent in by listeners. So the invitation to you is to ask me anything. Send in your requests for me to talk about in future episodes. And the way to do that is to go to slash podcast That's yesunow, yesyounow y e s y o u n o w dot today t o d a y slash podcast. And you might want me to explore something I've talked about a bit deeper. You might like to challenge me. You might disagree with something I've said, or you may feel I've missed something of significance. You may have a new idea for a theme or principle you'd like me to talk about. Or, and this gets really interesting, you may have a live opportunity or a live challenge right now, and you're curious as to how you could apply the themes or principles I've been talking about to help leverage that opportunity or meet that challenge creatively. Now, I will respond to whatever you send in, in an episode coming up, and I won't mention your name or your organisation or your project, unless you specifically ask me to do so. Otherwise, I'll keep everything anonymous. So, ask me anything, send in your requests for future episodes on yesyounowtoday forward slash podcast. So thank you for listening. I look forward to hearing from you and see you next week. You've been listening to Truth and Transcendence, the regular weekly podcast from Yes You Now with Catherine Llewellyn. For more information, head to yesunow.today forward slash podcast.